Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, your host, along with Tracy Holtz Clone. We have a special guest today. We've got Josh with James and Company Builders. You can go to his website, James and Co Builders. That's James A N D Co Builders.com to check out what he's about. We've been working with uh, Josh for a while now, building houses and stuff, and uh, I thought it'd be good to bring him in to get an expert in the building side of what's going on in the upstate with us. So, uh, as always, we're looking for people that are looking to sell a property. We've got issues, man. Josh, we have issues. You know what the issues are? What are they? We don't have enough houses. We don't now. We do have a new house that we're about to that we're about to buy. Um, we need about a hundred grand, six percent on a house that's worth about one hundred and sixty. So if somebody's got a hundred thousand, they want to lend it and make a um, payment of five hundred a month because that's you can do that in your math in your head. Because see, Josh was an accountant back in the old days. Well, see, I didn't know you were an accountant. Yeah, he was an accountant. See, if you take one percent a month, that's a thousand of them on a hundred thousand. But if half of the one percent is a half a percent, that's five hundred. Well, half of twelve is six. So if you want to know what six percent is compared to twelve percent, if you're getting six percent on a hundred grand, that's five hundred a month. You see have, how I did that? I don't even have to get out my calculator for that, do I? I don't. Uh-uh. I don't. So if you're okay making five hundred a month on a hundred grand, secure by a house that's worth one hundred and sixty grand, give me a call at eight six four 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 seven six five zero, and we're glad to explain to you how that's going to work and everything. So um, also we're looking for people to help us um, out because. We got a lot of buyers that we can't find places for them to live, like rent-to-own buyers, and we can't find a place for them to live. Yeah, so we need more management clients that will let us manage their property like we manage our own properties. Yeah, so if you're out there listening and you've got some rental property and you are tired of dealing with the three T's, you know what the three T's are, Josh? No, I don't. Tenants, toilets, and trash. If you're tired of dealing with the three T's, then you give me a call at 864-444-7650, and I'll be glad to explain to you how we can manage your rental property and help you make more money letting us manage it than you're making now, doing all the work yourself. And we only charge 50 bucks a month. So if you want us to do the full-service property management for 50 bucks a month, again, that's 864-444-7650. Since last week, Tracy has he's moved into the house. You got the doors on. Because we were explaining to the listeners about what's going on with Tracy. So, Josh, you may not have heard of all the shows. So, first of all, what happened was we had this house that we were going to buy in our company and fix it up and sell it. And Tracy said, well, can I just have it? And I'm like, yeah, you can have it. So, he moves in it. And he lives there a couple of years. And then he decides to sell it. And then he sees another house. He says, hey, can I just have that one, too? And I'm like, yeah, you can have that one, too. So, then he lives in that house for a couple of years. And the whole time he was in that house, he never had a stove. Or cabinet doors. Do you have a stove in the house you live in, Josh? Yeah. You got y'all cook in it and stuff. Yeah. Do you have kitchen? Do you have doors on your cupboards or cabinets, whatever you call them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, the house he lived in for a couple of years, the last couple of years, he didn't have that, and of course, we found another house, and I said, "Well, let's get this one. This is a good one. I'm gonna buy it." And Tracy said, "Well, can I have it?" I'm like, "Okay." So now he's moved into the house, the third one. He sold the first one all years ago. He sold the second one a couple of weeks ago, and he is um, now has a stove in the new one. So we have to get the stove update. Do you have a stove that works? Yes, I have a stove that works, and my wife is actually making home-cooked meals once again. How often? 
Um, I don't know if I should go there or not. She I mean, is she actually? You know, she's not awake. <laughs> She don't, know about, she, she, might, don't, she don't know about that 8 o'clock. She knows about the other 8 o'clock. That's true, yeah. Well, the, she may hear it eventually. The 8 o'clock in the morning is not the 8 o'clock she knows about. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't she know there's two 8s in the same day, Josh. So you lived in the Easley house for how long? Two and a half years. Did not have a stove? No. So when it was time it. to move, Josh, it was easier because since he never had a stove, you didn't have to unpack your pots and pans and your utensils and your cooking implements. So Tracy had cooking implements still in the box from when he moved two and a half years ago. They're still clean. Don't even have to wash them again. Don't even have to wash them. That's like making the bed if you're going to get in it. That's right. Well, I'll make it up. up. Yeah, I make it up. That's right. You and I get along good, Tracy. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm, did did y'all unpack the pots and pans they, from the into the lake house? Slowly, yes. They're getting unpacked. What is not you had? Well, how did, how was she doing home cooking? See how I brought that around? It's a full circle here. How did she? How is she doing the home cooking without the pots and pans unpacked? Well, we have more than one box. So she's unpacked at least one of the boxes with the cooking utensils. Just not all of them. So she got enough out of the box to cook what she's been cooking at least once. So what's she been cooking? <laughs> we had uh, pork chops the other night. Grilled pork chops. On the grill? Well, no, not grilled like on the grill grill. Grilled in the pan on the cooktop grilled. You huh. can do that the same way as you can outside on a grill grill. What else has she been cooking? Um, what else did she make? Oh, I got home last night and she had made uh, roast beef stuff in some bread. little slider type small. You can't see what I'm doing. They can't see my hand mo- yeah, keep mo- mo- movements. Keep, keep moving your hand around. Yeah, we're not on, on TV. We're on radio. Yeah, so. it's a good thing we're not on TV because <laughs> I have a face for radio. Yeah, people probably quit watching. So I can't really believe they're listening now. And she, really. baked, she baked those in the oven. That was good. In the oven? Yes. Yeah, so not just the cooktop. We have an in-wall. We have a double in-wall oven, Josh. I know this is a foreign concept to a lot of people. Not just one oven, but two. So I lived in a house two and a half years, had no stove, cooktop, oven, nothing. Now I have two in-wall ovens what, and a cooktop. If they would just buy groceries and cook, what they used to spend eating out would probably cover their house payment. Oh, easily. Sounds and, like you know, it. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. what it's like going out to eat with three or four or five people, right? Yes, I It's do. not like a $20 bill anymore. No. 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 Yeah. You can't hide money. No, you, you sure know, can't. You can't hide it. Uh-uh. I mean, come on. I mean, if... When you're eating out every night, well, of course, now you got less people. Yeah, well, there's only three of us now, and we're not eating out every night. We're eating out I probably two or three days a week, maybe at the most anymore. And that usually that's Sunday after church. And I heard, I heard about your roof leak. Yeah, I had a roof leak. It only leaked when it rained, though. Yeah, when it's dry, it's no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> but it's raining. Yeah, I when painted. It rains, it's been raining, you know, the storm that came through. Yeah, you know? I finally painted my fireplace. It was just natural brick. Well, that had been painted already previously. Didn't like the color. So I painted it. Painted the hearth, which is kind of an uglier stone material she didn't really care for. And like the next day, I come home. I'm like, what's this water doing on the top of the hearth? What water? You don't see that water right there? That puddle? Somebody spill something? Oh, no, look. There's little trickles down the face of the fireplace. Well, that's always fun. Yeah, so I go up there. I see where it's coming in on the roof. So I and, get the roof guy you, to come what out. What were you wearing when you climbed on the roof to My check it? flip-flops, because that's all I ever wear. Yeah. So if you ever see somebody climbing on the roof wearing flip-flops. Yeah, I was up on my roof with my flip-flops. And see, Josh, you're a builder, so you don't climb on roofs and without wearing the right 
things. Right. Like real roofers, what have their toes turned up and their thumbs are flat? This is what my dad told me. <laughs> you can tell a real roofer their toes turn up and their thumbs are flat because they're used to standing on an angle all the time. Yeah, I guess from hitting themselves in the thumb. Yeah, flattening it with a hammer. Yeah. Man, but that, was back, that was back. My dad, you know, that was about before they had air 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 tools. Air tools. Now they had to do everything by hand. Yeah, you know, didn't drive hand nails. I remember I went on job site one time and somebody said, "Drive a hand nail," and I'm like, "What's a hand nail?" Well, a nail is that you hold in your hand and then drive it as a hand nail. That's different than all the other nails that you're building houses with now. The people, hand nails are different. People don't do that anymore, right? Use pneumatic tools and propane power to gas power to air power. There's all kind of different powered tools for nailing yeah. stuff. And you can build houses quicker now than you used to be able to because of that. Even though Jimmy, my dad, thinks that he it's, he said the air the air guns just slowed him down when he was younger, but. I see where you get. I see where you get what you do now. Yeah, because I can get it done. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, if you just tuned in, I'm Jason Dillard, and I buy houses. Give me a call at 864-444-7650. Go to my website, jasondillard.com, to learn more about what we do. Um, we're actually having a $99 wholesale seminar coming up in August. We've already sold three seats. If you want to learn more about that, go to jasondillard.com. Coming up on the first break of the program, when we come back, we're going to ask Josh more questions about new construction. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Jason Dillard, along with Tracy Holtz-Claw, we're here to teach you how we buy and sell real estate and how we borrow money from people on real estate right here in the upstate. Um, if you just tuned in, we have a need for hundred grand on new houses that we're building. Um, it's an 8% return for your money. And we also have a need on a rental property that you can make 6% and get a payment every month. So lend hundred grand, make a 500 a month payment, go right back into your retirement account or right back into your bank account however you want us to do it we just set it and forget it and you get that payment every month and have a first mortgage on the property with title insurance and fire insurance that makes it very safe for you especially since the houses that we're doing for a hundred thousand are worth at least 160 or 70. So if you're interested in that, give me a call at 864-444-7650. We also mentioned that we are doing a $99 workshop to teach you how to make money in real estate without using your cash credit or taking any risk. If you go to jasondillard.com, you can sign up. We have 15 seats, and I think we've sold three, so there's only about 12 left. And it's coming up in August, so go there and sign up. and. It's a lot differenter than the guys that come from out of town. A lot differenter than the guys from coming out of town and, and try to sell you seminars. Is that the same thing as more different? It's yeah, more differenter because we're going <laughs> to charge you the ninety nine bucks. We're going to teach you how to buy and sell um, houses and not sell you any other seminar thing. Yeah, we don't have anything else to sell. Well, we're not knocking the seminar business per se. I mean, it's. It is what it is. It's a business in itself for those people. But, you know, they are teaching you something. But but you hear the commercials, and it's never just the the free introductory. You come in for the three or four hours, and you're going to leave with a wealth of knowledge. They're going to sell you something. Right. And so we won't sell and you anything. Yeah. We're just going to show you how to we'll make money. So go to jasondillard.com to sign up for that. That's a $99 wholesale seminar coming up in August. Before the break, we were talking about roofs and leaks and so forth. And Josh, during the break, was telling us what the what did you say the roofers wear? Cats paws. They don't paws. They don't wear. They don't flip wear flops. flip flops. No, no. flip flops on the roof. And what what do they do with their hand for their hands? Do they do they wear some kind of 
spider spider man hands or something? <laughs> no, they they're on their feet. They just wear cat's paws on their feet. Yeah. yeah, once you're good at it, I mean, think about it. It's just like the skyscraper guys. You know, you see these pictures of these skyscraper guys. They're like 80 stories up, and they're walking on a what looks like from the ground a you know quarter inch wide beam, but it's probably 10 inches wide. But still, when you're hundreds of feet up in the air. And they're just well, walking, walking well, like the they're fall, walking on grounds. Nothing. The fall won't hurt you. Well, it won't. That's right. It's just a it, sudden, stop, sudden at the end. stop at the bottom. And I mean, <laughs> that's if you, right. If you fall from a <laughs> no. hundred feet or a thousand feet, they're probably going to have the same result. Oh, you know, Luke, uh, uh, Luke was telling us this week he had a revelation. He thought that if you fell from something high and something even higher, the higher you were, the faster you'd go. Well, you do. He learned about terminal velocity. Once you reach a certain speed, it doesn't matter if you're a million feet in the air or, or 50 feet in the air. You you hit yeah. a speed, and that's it. Well, you fall at 9.8 meters per second. In so no vacuum, matter how in vacuum, far. In a vacuum, you do. Okay, and what about you, in real life? In real life, you have a terminal velocity because there's drag. Yeah, there's so, air out. There's air that's pushing up on your body as you're falling. That's okay, so how a parachute once works. Once you reach a certain, well, not even parachute, just, just person or object or whatever, you drop it, it reaches that speed and it's, that's it. It doesn't get faster the farther it's falling. No, it gets to that certain, it, you fall at 9.8 meters per second and and then you get to a certain point and you quit getting faster. Now, how did you know that just off the top of your head? It's just something I memorized from physics class way back when. I mean, that's just Professor a, Dillard. Professor yeah, Dillard. I was a, yeah. I'm impressed. When I was, you know, when I was at Clemson, I was a science major for a while, and then I was a, you know, I had a, done a lot of different majors. <laughs> yeah, you had I minored several. on things and I majored on others, and one of the majors was a minor, and the other minor was a major. And by the time I finished, I don't know what I got. All I know is, you know, chunko method. See, I don't need that anymore. I just use the chunko method. You've heard me talk about the chunko method. No, tell me about the. Yeah, the chunko method. method is simple. If the chunker coming out is bigger than the chunker going in, then it's a good deal. This is trademarked, by the way. Well, maybe not trademarked, but yeah, it's, I got that from Ron Legrand. It's, it's plagiarized. Yeah, Ron Legrand said that. He uses the Chunko method. So if you if you have I to like get that. your calculator out to figure out if it's a good deal or not, when you're buying real estate, because 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 a lot of times we buy houses at discounts, like the one we're buying for a hundred that's worth one hundred and sixty. If you got to get your calculator out and figure out what the loan to value is, the LTV on that, you can probably do it in your head. What's the LTV? I can't do it. Eighty would be fifty percent. So a hundred is sixty-seven, sixty-something percent. It's good. I don't need it's to calculate. Good. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. If something method. terrible happens, you. just go to the chunk of method. If something right. terrible happens and you get ownership of the house that you lend a hundred grand on, this worth one sixty, it's not so terrible. So yeah. you, you, when you're lending money to investors that own real estate, you're doing it for them as a favor because they need the money, but you're also making it safe for you. So I, we met with a new lender actually this week. His name's Bob. Cool guy. I mean, it's, his name's Bob. He had two first names. His, se- his second name was another first name, but I'm not going to say his second name, but it was Bob, another first name. <laughs> and he knew what was going on. He had a Roth IRA. Oh. Yeah. Say it again. I, I said he had a that's like, that's like Mufasa. You've seen Lion King, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when she said, Mufasa, say it again. I just got to, <laughs> I got to have a wildebeest. I just got to have a Roth IRA. That's, that's how excited we get when somebody has a Roth. Because you know how a Roth operates, right? Tax-free. Yeah, tax-free money. I mean, anytime you can make money it's and like not that red Ferrari. give it away. 
the red Ferrari for free. <laughs> you remember that movie? What was that movie? Bedtime Trace? stories with Adam Sandler. <laughs> the red Ferrari for free. You never seen that one? Never seen. Oh, it. dude, you got to see that movie. It's anyway, awesome. so Bob comes in and he's, we're talking to him and asking all his questions, and then at the very end, after he agrees to lend us the money to build a house. By the way, we need some more money if you're just tuned in and you want to make eight percent like Bob. What about Bob? That's another good movie. Yeah, that is a good yeah. one. <laughs> what, what about Bob? His, and, and he realized that his name isn't Bob. When we were doing the bi-direction letter paperwork, he, he was lying to us the whole time. His name's Robert. There we go. <laughs> Just like Tracy here. His name isn't Tracy. His name is Richard. Richard Tracy. Which is Dick my, Tracy. Which is that, my real name. You're sitting next to Dick Tracy right now. Yeah, the detective. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. So anyway, back, back to Bob. <laughs> he... And he's going to lend the hundred thousand to build the house worth the one sixty or seventy or more. He's going to make eight percent on his money inside of his Roth IRA. So as he's leaving, and I'm thanking him, he goes, "Now will you send me a ten ninety nine?" And I smiled real big, showed my big teeth, and I my you know my mouth turned up real wide. I said, "No, we won't send you a ten ninety nine. We will never send you a ten ninety nine. You know why? There's no tax in the Roth." Yeah, there's goes, nothing oh, to report. Yeah, I forgot about that. So when folks lend us money from the IRA, we don't we don't send 1099s because it's either a Roth that's tax free or it's a traditional or SEP or HSA that's tax free or tax deferred. We only send 1099s if they lend it to us from their personal funds. And you don't have to worry about RMDs. You know what an RM, you're not old enough to know what an RMD is. You know what an no. RMD is? Explain it to him, Tracy. I'll be quiet for a minute. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it's RMD is short for Required Minimum Distribution. So when you have an IRA, you are required by the IRS on a traditional to take it at start taking distributions at 70 and a half because they've allowed you to put in money tax deferred. They eventually got to figure out how to get you to pay taxes, right? Right. So at 70 and a half, you have to take out a minimum and it's based on the percentage of the account or some dollar figure. I can't figure it out. But that's what an RMD is, so you you have to take it out. But with a Roth, I, they don't care. You don't ever have to take it out. They you you paid tax to contribute to it, and then what it earned is tax free. So the earnings could just sit there for indefinitely. They don't care. Yeah. IRS doesn't care. It's and not we taxable. Have, we have one investor that has a Roth IRA that's a remainder. So he's got a remainder interest in in the Roth IRA. So he. He inherited the Roth IRA, and it's still growing tax-free. Now, that's complicated. Yeah, I would talk to my IRS agent. Not IRS agent. <laughs> no, CPA. don't talk to them. Was, did I wait a minute? CPA. I didn't look at my watch. I don't, I did, did, was, was that a whole minute? I don't think it was. I, if it, I was starting to feel kind of funny sitting over here. Yeah. Anytime there's dead. My heart dead, was beating fast, and I was getting kind of sweaty, and my hands were getting kind of clammy. Anytime you have dead silence out of your mouth for more than, yeah, long, yeah. But yeah, you can. <laughs> they Bob already know. Can they take already his know. Roth and let it grow, and if he ever needs the money, he takes it out tax free to right. use it for whatever he wants to, or he can wait and let his heirs inherit it, and then it can keep growing for for longer, and they can they'll have to take it out eventually. It won't go forever and ever, but they'll have to take it out eventually. It depends on how old he was when he passed and other things. So, um, but yeah, if you've got money in a retirement account and you've ridden the ro- the high. I mean, the stock market's still at an all-time high, and you think that maybe it's near the top, or maybe you don't even. You maybe you think it'll keep going up, but you just don't know if it's going to keep going up constantly. What goes up must come down. Now, 
what do we pay again for the new houses? I forgot. Eight? Eight percent. What do we pay if uh, if the stock market goes down? Eight percent. What do we pay if the stock market goes sideways? Let me double check. I think it's eight percent. So they make eight percent. How would they not make eight percent? If we were dead or bankrupt. Okay, so if the house... We couldn't afford to pay them off because the house wouldn't. The hundred thousand dollar loan on the hundred seventy thousand dollar house values of houses dropped down tremendously. It'd have to take an entire twelve months and and net us less than a hundred and eight for them to not get their hundred eight. And and the question Bob had is, well, can that happen? Well, the odds of it happening in this market are so stupid low; it's nothing worth talking about. But on the off chance that we ever sell a house and our net is less than what we owe the lender, we just write a check. So the, we've had lenders make their return and didn't know that Tracy and I actually lost the money, Josh. So we're willing to cover that. You know, if we're alive and we are and we have money, we're not gonna ask a lender to make up the difference. The lender's getting their 8% return. Yeah, it's not the lender's fault that, that I bought and sold something that I didn't make money on, which you know only happens to us, thankfully, about uh, once a year. You know, but then you look at all the other transactions where it's on the positive side, it's that same chunk of thing. You know, yeah. the chunk of that we made is bigger than the one every now and then that we don't. And our lenders never know the difference. They they get what we promised them. I mean, it's it's it's, it's harder what you and harder do. to find a good deal now because the market's so good. But we haven't had an issue selling the house for it a long time now. So all the houses that we're that we're flipping, they sell really quick. The new houses are selling really quick. Um, so we're looking for more sellers. So if you know somebody or you are somebody, you go to church with somebody and they need to sell their house, maybe they can't make their house payment anymore. Maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe they've got disrepair. They inherited the property and they're fighting with their siblings about what to do with it. Um, give me a call. Give us an opportunity to buy your property from you. If we, If it makes more sense for you to sell it to somebody else and make more money, we'll tell you. Okay, so give me a call at 864-444-7650 and we can buy your house quickly from you. Um, Coming up on the middle break of the program, now be a great time to go to my website, jasondiller.com and check out the $99 Wholesale Seminar coming up. Um, When we come back from this break, we'll talk more about lending opportunities. What can you get your money into and how will it work? If you're behind payments and need a little cash you can call jason dillard if you need to sell fast call 444-7650 call 444-7650 if you're tired of tenants toilets and trash you can call jason dillard if you need a little cash Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house quickly again, give me a call at 864-444-7650. We need more property. Um, your property may be worth more than you think. Um, it doesn't matter if it's got a roof leak. It doesn't matter if it's got mold. Josh, we love meth. Think about it. Mold and meth and disrepair, roof leaks. That's me. Think of me. Okay. You know, that's what you want to think of. Really nastiness, like um, pet odors. What about cat? What about cat? Cat. We just, bought, we just bought a house that had a had a bunch of cats in it, and it it's been disrepair and it needs work. We loved it. Okay, it was great. That's okay to us. So if you know somebody and needs to sell, and you think nobody will buy it, 
think of us. Yeah. Have we'll you ever taken a, because you deal with buyers a lot. Have you ever taken a buyer in one of your new houses and you showed them the place where the cats could do their business and, and it never needed to go outside? No. Ever? You wouldn't do that, would you? No, That'd be I kind of, do yeah. That. Your buyers would freak out, wouldn't they? We'd love it. I mean, Jason gets all excited. When we buy the houses that we're going to fix up, they don't look like the houses I live in. I mean, the house I live in is nice. It's got hardwood floors. Grass is green. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should see my grass. You've seen my grass, yeah. right? Did you, see, I got, did you see the backyard? Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Um, my grass is gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, because... How'd you get that gorgeous? Grass nerds. Nick at Grass Nerds. If you want your grass to look like my grass... Call, I, do, I do. Call Nick. I go to grassnerds.com because that's not, but see, that's not how it looks when we're buying them. So you, you see my grass, you go to grassnerds.com. I have a painted house. It's got a roof that's new. I got all kind of pretty stuff. The gutters aren't hanging down. I don't have saplings growing in my gutters. There's curtains on the windows. It's different. You know, when I see a house, actually, you've ridden in my pickup before. My, my, my Ford F-150 has automatic braking for ugly houses, okay? It, it, it can sense that ugly, vacant house that you can see in the window and see out the back or see the sapling growing in the gutter, the gutter hanging down, a sign that says for sale, but you can't read the number on the sign. Oh, my truck will not pass it. It will go, it will slam. With, don't follow too closely behind me. <laughs> Lock you know, up the brakes. This, this truck that stops at all uh, vacant uglies. We call them vacant uglies. When I go to an appointment, a lot of times I'll take my kids with me and we'll go vacant ugly sh- shopping. You know, we'll get to the appointment early. We'll drive the neighborhood to see what kind of neighborhood we're looking to buy a house in. And while we're there, we're looking for vacant uglies. Vacant uglies are good. You, is that what you do? You do, you do vacant land, though. I do vacant land. Yeah, you do vacant, vacant land because he's he's got to build houses. He's got to have land to build houses on. Yeah, so you were talking you don't about just earlier build houses up in the air. No, no, no. We don't. We haven't got to that yet. That's the Jetsons. Maybe one day we'll be building houses in the air, but right now we build them on the ground. So you were talking earlier about buying houses from people, which we need more of. But we'll also buy other kinds of property. Yeah, we'll buy anything. Yeah, we'll buy a lot. We'll buy a lot of lots. I like it a lot. Yeah, we'll we'll buy a large tract of land we will yeah we made an offer to buy some two houses that had 30 acres in easily yesterday that josh didn't even know about don't even need to know about nah don't we, need to know until we build houses on it if we get it that's right it's no big deal that's what we do man but you know what you have to have to build a house you have to have money well and a builder it, you got to have a place for the the stuff to go you got to have a sewer or septic and we learned scott our favorite guy in the world, our, our favoritest real estate agent, forgot to get the perk test for us on the lot that he's that Josh is about to build on. Did you kill hear about him, that? Killing me. No. It slows you down when you don't have a perk test. Yeah, that's part of the permitting process. Because, you know, you you got to have powers available most everywhere. You can get power in. The power company wants to bring power in. You can get water either from the water company or by drilling a hole in the ground. But if you can't get your stuff out of there... You forget about it. You can build nothing. They won't let you. You know, it's, it's not like camping. Somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. Yeah, it's not like camping where you just take it to the to the, to the disposal place. Oh, that reminds me. You know, I'm going out west um, in in a couple of weeks, and we're going to Yellowstone, and we're going to go to the real estate deal that I'm going to. Yeah. And we're looking for places to stay around Yellowstone. Well, you've heard of a bed and breakfast. You ever heard of a bed and breakfast? Yeah, yes. I've stayed at them. There's there's something called a bed roll and breakfast. 
for us only two fifty a night per person, you can sleep in somebody else's tent. Two hundred and fifty? Two hundred and fifty? American dollars? Yeah. And they will let you stay there, and they will cook you your breakfast in the morning right there at the, on the campsite. I got one word for that. I thought about it. Skirt. <laughs> explain, explain to Josh what skirt means. It's like no or negative. Ain't, uh-uh. Ain't going to happen. Uh-uh. Skirt. S-K-R-T. Like, nah, or or nah. skirt. S-K-R-R. I can't remember, but it's one of those. Well, it's, it's real close to what a woman wears. Yeah, skirt. But 250, 250 a night for... Each and every person in your party. There's cots in there. You don't have to sleep on the ground. Oh, well, I guess that makes it okay. Is it a king-size cot? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm wondering what else comes with it, you know. Is there a jacuzzi? I mean, is there a back massage? Is there, you know... I don't it's, know. It's the experience is what it is. You're paying for the experience. It's glamping. I've it's heard of it Glamping, before. yes. Glamp. Glamping. So, glamping. So speaking of experience... What's the experience like for someone to use their retirement accounts to lend money? Explain the process and the experience that someone would have if they decided to invest money by lending it to us and how they would be safe. How, how does that work, Tracy? Does this need to be 500 words or less? No, you got plenty of time, man. We got all kind of time. <laughs> okay, so if you don't already have the self-directed IRA, you have it in a standard brokerage. You identify the custodian you want to use or administrator, which is not real complicated. There's quite a few to pick from. We are familiar with most of them. And there's four or five pieces of paper. Fill it out. Send in your current statement. And then they do the rest, pretty much. So so why do they have to use a, a different administrator? Well, because the, the typical brokerage house is not set up and equipped to allow an account holder to invest in non-traditional assets. And mostly all we'll ever talk about is real estate because that's just what we do and that's what we love. Um, so most of them are set up to do stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you know, the, the traditional assets that, that the masses are used to. So, But the self-directed is equipped to do the others. So once the paperwork's done, you move the custodians. It's no different than moving from one brokerage to another. That process is pretty simple. And then when you've identified an investment, hopefully it's a loan to us. We help with the paperwork, which is simple in itself too, two or three, four pages. You'll prove the legal docs that the attorney prepares, and then the money gets invested. It gets sent by the custodian to the closing attorney. So we take all the money from all these different IRAs or Roth IRAs or SEP IRAs or HSAs, and we put it all in our bank account, and we spin it around. Is that how it works? Uh, No, exactly not, not that at all. We don't take the money from our lenders. The lender, being the IRA, sends the money to the attorney, and that money is only used for that one transaction, and all of our lenders get a first mortgage. There is no other money in the deal unless it's our money. Why is it important for them to get a first mortgage? Well, it's important because, first of all, it's the only way we can borrow it from the general public because we don't have securities licensing. But the other really, to me and you, more important reason is because we're not putting money in a deal with somebody that they don't know. So if the worst thing that ever happened, you know, the wheels fall off the bus, something happens to you and I, something happens to our business, one lender or one lender's IRA has a mortgage against that one property that they have a path to get ownership 
And if that asset's not more valuable than what they lent us, it was a bad loan to start with. So, you know, we're borrowing money with a potential of a profit of some kind. How do the lenders get to approve these loans that they're doing? We 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 want them to send the props send them to the property. Either they go by themselves, or we've been known many many times to meet them at a property. You know, go in the house if it's a flip. Go to the property, the land if it's something we're going to build on. And they they see it. They see a similar house next door or down the street or across town. You know, like we're going to build on that lot. So they see what we're doing and they approve it. We don't really like people approving something that they haven't seen. We have people that do that once they've gotten real familiar with our processes and they're comfortable with it. But you and I really like it better if every single transaction that everybody ever does with us, they see it. They, they go in it if it's a house. They go on it if it's land. And to what extent could we give people references if they wanted to talk to some of our other lenders? Oh, many. Many, many references. We'll only give you the ones that we actually paid back. We won't tell you about the ones we didn't. But, we, but uh, we kind of joke about that. But no, we, you know, we have tons of references. We have people that, you know, we're, we're helping. I mean, they're helping us, but we're helping them. I mean, we're paying a, a good, very competitive fixed return against assets that make it super duper safe for them. You know, you say this all the time. There's some risk in every investment, but, you know, the equity that we have in the property provides a lot of safety for our lenders. So if you're interested in lending us money or learning more about what we do, go to my website, jasondiller.com, or you can give me a call at 864-444-7650. That's 444-7650. Coming up on the last broker of the program, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Solutions in Real Estate. We got Josh here from James and Company. Go to his website, James and A N D C O Builders.com. That's James A N D C O Builders.com and check out what he's about. Um, during the break, he was telling, we, we mentioned cats earlier in the program, and he was telling us a story about one of the houses that is under contract to sell. Josh, so what happened with the cat, with, with the, the, the kittens and the cats in this house? Explain this to me again. Well, it's a house that, that you, Jason, and Tracy are financing and doing with me. And my son called and said, Dad, the, the customer's walking through, and they hear, they hear cats from behind the wall. And I said, well, you got to cut them out, Spencer. Cut them out. Get, cut a hole in there and get them, get them cats out. So about 30 minutes later, he calls me up, and he goes, we got the cats out, three kittens, and and they took him out, and and the mama cat came running up. Apparently, the mama had ran underneath the tub before we sheetrocked and had the kittens, and we sheetrocked the <laughs> the kittens behind. Oh my gosh! Behind, uh, it, and we didn't know about it. Yeah. But we knew about it when the noises were coming out of the walls, and we saved the kittens, and the mama came and fed them, and. And, and the customers happy. Ha- customers happy. Did the but customers keep the cats? No, the neighbor did. The neighbor the, the took the cats. The neighbor we sold to six months ago kept the cats. Amazing. So is that the first time you've ever sheetrocked an animal into the house that you're building? Very first time. And I think it's about, I don't know, I've lost track after 2,000 homes that we built. So yeah, I was about uh, to ask you, you've built a couple of houses, yeah, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I, I stopped counting after 2,000. So <laughs> yeah, that's... Um, 
That's that makes you qualified to build a house, I'd say. <laughs> if you made it through that many, I'd say you're qu- well qualified yeah. to build houses. Remarkable. 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 So we're <laughs> so if you just tuned in, um, Josh is with James and Company, James and Company Builders, and I, Tracy and I are working with Josh. Um, we'll buy the lots that uh, Josh builds houses on, and we'll work with him to get the houses built, and then we sell the houses. And the lenders lend us the money to build the houses, and I go up there and take a look at them and make sure the work's complete that Josh needs the money for and release the money to them, to him, after I get some money from our lenders. Because when you're building a house, we get draws from lenders. We don't get all the money to build the whole house at, up front. Um, if it happens to be a retirement account, a lot of times we'll let the attorney hold the money. And we were explaining that to Bob yesterday. If you just tuned in, Bob was our newest, our favorite lender. Bob is our favorite lender. They're, they're all our favorites, yeah, by the way. because he, he's agreed to do a house up at uh, the subdivision that Josh is building houses in. And he's going to do the 100, he's actually 110, doing 110, 8%. And... Um, the attorney will hold most of the money until the house is as the house is getting built. Right. We do something that we believe is, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about the safety and the protection of our lenders and what they're getting. You know, so they get a first mortgage, they get title insurance, um, they get the equity that we're capturing, whether we're building or flipping something. You know, the equity that's our potential of profit is is there. And in the case of new construction, like you're talking about. It's, it's typical for a bank to do a construction loan and agree to an amount after they've reviewed the plans and all that stuff. And the borrower doesn't normally pay interest until they've actually asked for the money. But we're a little backwards sometimes, and we're, and we're kind of proud of it, I think, sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> we borrow the money from our lender, and at the closing, their interest clock starts ticking. On the whole hundred. On the entire amount. But they only provide, in, in this case, generally speaking, a fourth. So a fourth goes to the closing attorney. It gets us started. So Josh can start with the grading and all the normal building stuff. And then after there's a structure there, we get the lender, or if it's an IRA, like you said, the attorney releases it then. You know, And then when there's finished drywall, and then again when the house is finally complete and it's completely livable. So the lenders earning interest on their money over a three, four, five month period, but the money's not in our possession until there's a substantial amount of work done. Right, and that protects the lender in case something does happen in the middle of the build. There's still money sitting in their account or in the attorney's account to hire a new builder. Like we've had, we've had a builder, Josh. This better not happen with you. Mm-mm. We have had a builder die. In the middle of building houses before. Yeah, just five of them, that's all. And it costs more. <laughs> I, I know it's hard for you to believe, but it costs more to finish a house after a builder dies. Because, I, I mean, you do you want to come in and finish building one of our houses that another builder built, built it halfway, and you don't know exactly what he did and how he did it? And Well, there's one cool thing about what we're doing with Josh is, you know, the person you're referencing was just a single individual. He was hiring subs. So similar to you guys, but you've got a company with other employees that, you know, and we know out of the three of us, I mean, some we're all going to go. One out of one goes, right? That's right. So, But you're running a business that there's staff that right. in your place could step in and complete things, just like with Jason and I. You know, we, we tell all our lenders, you know, 
if we're in a plane, same plane together, and a plane crashes or you know, bus whatever, something's really crazy, and it's both of us. You know, we've we've got employees that could keep things going for you know a period of time until all those things were resolved. That's right. But yeah, that's kind of this, morbid. This guy was really good at building <laughs> stuff cheap because he was hands on. Right. And when he when it's just like we were talking to Cameron yesterday about he was he's looking at buying a hotel. And it's a pay-by-the-week hotel. And I'm thinking to myself, self, because that's what I call myself when I talk to myself. I said, self, I don't want to be the one that has to manage this hotel. That sounds like Christmas. I mean, not. can you imagine having to go collect rent once a week from a buy-here-pay-here, or a, not buy-here-pay-here, but just a, a weekly hotel, an inexpensive weekly hotel? It doesn't sound like Christmas. It doesn't sound like fun. And but this guy that wants to sell it, he's making a good money doing it because he's working it. He is hands on. He's there all the time, and it's a business. And if it what if he quit doing that, he would lose a lot of his people. Yeah, nobody and else is going to tackle that. So it's a difficult sell. You're selling a business instead of real estate. Real, what's cool about real estate most of the time is you can get. A value of real estate that's that has income off of how much money the real estate makes, whether you do the work or not. Yeah, we've we've got real estate that we don't do any work whatsoever to deal with it. It somebody else is paid to deal with it, and there's still some room left over there as the owner for all the benefits you receive of owning it. But the the hotel by the week thing, no, that's yeah. a job. Yeah. That's a job. About Forget that. Four years ago, we bought a some apartments and it came with some apartments in Anderson and we were real skittish about owning stuff not close to our office that we could that we could handle well we're like okay we'll just do this one time so we hired a property manager in Anderson to handle it well about a year later we realized we hadn't been down there every month the check showed up there's a report that they send us that tells us how many tenants were there all the maintenance was done uh, everything is happening except we're not there. We don't have to be involved in it. We don't have to be involved in the decisions or answering the phone, you know, when the tenants call. It's it's we've got staff that does all those things for our local property. Right. But you know, whether it's Anderson, Anderson or or now we're, you know, sort of like mailbox money. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Now there's a chance that we won't have enough cash to cover the insurance, cover the taxes, cover the the payment coming in because it's it's a the tenants have to pay for us. So many tenants have to pay to cover all the expenses. Now, if you're lending us money, it's very similar, except you don't ever have to pay. Okay? So if you could take that a little bit further, what if you had a mortgage against something that all you received was a payment every month and you never had the... Um, well, there's a little bit of risk. You don't have expenses as a lender. Right. You not do. against that property. Your, yeah. your 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 assurance is your borrower's integrity and the value of the property. You're just getting a payment. You know, whereas if you're an owner, well, sure, we get big checks that come in, but we're taking risks that you know we're going to need to spend it on fill in the blank. Amen. You know, yes, but lenders right. lenders don't have that. They they just don't. You know, their 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 return comparatively speaking is lower than our return. Sure, but, but we're but we're taking a lot more risk. We're take, doing having all the getting all the work done. Well, we're in second. We're in second position. Yeah, you, you think about it for a minute. Somebody said, "Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't lend money in second position." 
I was talking to another investor, and I'm like, well, you're in second position on everything that you have a mortgage on right now. The owner's in second position. Okay, so what we're doing when we're borrowing money from people, we're giving them first position. They're first to get paid if there's ever a problem. If if anything ever happens, they're actually recorded their mortgage against the title that keeps them protected. So if you're out there and you're wondering, well, how does this work? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what these guys are talking about on the radio. Well, give us a call at 864-444-7650 and come into our office like Bob did. Just got to be like Bob. Bob. Come talk to us. Come ask us questions. Bob came in. He had a list of questions, and I answered his questions for him. And thought I think of things that might help people sometimes every blue moon. I'll have an idea that will help someone because it, it may not make sense for you, to, for you to lend us money. And if it doesn't make sense, I'll tell you. In the same way we do with our sellers, if it doesn't make sense for someone to sell us a house. Tracy told the story yesterday. What the lady that walked in our office that needed to sell a house? Well, oh, yeah. What did you tell her? I told her she didn't need us. You know, why? She, but well, we buy houses. Got a sign that said we buy houses. Yeah, she she described where the house was, and the first thing I asked was, you know, she said that they had moved recently, and I said, okay, you and your husband have moved. Could you invite me into that house tomorrow night to have dinner? Is it neat, clean, smells good, and you could you could make me a meal? She said, yeah. I said, you don't need me. I said, when I knew where it was, and knowing that it's completely livable. I said, you put a for sale sign in the yard or hire one of my agents or any old agent you want to and hide and watch. The house so, will sell. So instead of making an offer and trying to buy that house at the discount that we would need, the smarter move for her was to just sell it because yeah. it didn't have a problem. And Most I, of the stuff we buy has some kind of a problem. It could be a property problem. It could be a person problem. It could be a management her. problem. With the, the property we just closed on last week, was, a, I believe, was a management problem. So we're going to go in and fix that problem. So if you have a property, no matter what kind of property type it is, and it's got a problem, and you want to sell it, and you think it, that there's not a way to get it sold, there probably is. So give me an opportunity to talk to you and get all the information from you and try to buy something from you. Again, my name is Jason Dillard, and I buy houses and real estate. Give me a call at 864-444-7650. Um, don't forget about the... seminar coming up that will teach you how to make money in real estate without using your cash credit or taking any risk. Go to jasondillard.com to sign up for that. We only have 12 seats left. And remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time. 